0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Run Up the Score Rankings Month. Each week of June, we'll be giving you new rankings for each position relevant to fantasy football, except defense and kickers. We know you don't care. This week, we're starting off strong with our top 20 quarterbacks for the 2018 2019 fantasy football season with our plum picks for guys you need to have on your radar. Let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott hey, hey. and Tom.
1: Hey, everybody.
0: Gentlemen, welcome to Rankings Month. Yes. Big deal. Tom. Very big deal for all of us. I'm uh, excited, personally. Yes. Anyway, uh, welcome <laughs> to Rankings Month, everybody. So last year we did our big Rankings Day. That was our official release, our announcement of this podcast. This year we're doing it a little bit differently, spacing everything out to kind of give everybody some time to our digest. Couldn't handle four episodes in one day. Yeah, and it we don't too much yeah. And we don't think your ears are going to be able to remain intact with all the hot takes we've got <laughs> on these positions. Uh, so we're going to be taking care of that uh, for the rest of this month of June, which is good because it's a nice easy way for us to uh, schedule out our content. Yeah, yeah. So we don't have to really rack our brains for ideas. June's and July is an ideas month.
1: July for will sure. still be fun. Yeah, yes, July is going to no be fun.
0: But uh, this is this is serious stuff, obviously, because we're talking about where people, who people should have on their radar for the quarterback position. And now, gentlemen, just overall, I feel like we are in a very interesting position because all three of us at different points this week when we were coming up with our individual quarterback rankings have said, you know, this position is one that you can easily scotch tape, rubber band, and paper clip together throughout the course of a season and be absolutely fine.
1: It's so deep.
0: Right. Yes. Incredibly deep. Even like in a two-quarterback league, you're going to get two guys who I'd be fine with. So for this season, I mean, we're, we're going to go through the ranks. We're going to go through our top 20, and we'll give you pump picks outside of the top 20. But just because we have somebody 20, it does not mean we wouldn't start them for a week. It does not mean we wouldn't start them for a strand of three or four weeks in a row. Who knows based off the matchups. The whole point is there's guys with upside. Those are going to get the higher ranks. Yeah. But the whole point is that Every quarterback has good matchups yeah. throughout the course of the season, no matter how who they are. Yeah, right.
1: and essentially, these rankings are going to be based on how many points they'll score in the season. Right. That's how you finish a ranking. You yeah. know? Um, and week to week, some guys are more consistent, some guys are less consistent. I might actually prefer, based on the roster construction that I'm looking at draft day, to have someone that I have ranked below yeah. you know, who's available if there's someone right. above the guy who's available, you know what I'm trying to say. Yes, I got you. <laughs> Absolutely. Like it. Absolutely. Depending
0: a, on your team, sometimes you you need a guy like Cam Newton who's going to score 30 points it's in a week. The perfect and example. sometimes you need a guy like Alex Smith who you know is going to get at least 12. And I think that one of the things <laughs> that – Give him 15. That, 15 yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, listen. I'm th- he's getting a lot more than 15. You'll find out how I feel about him. I think that there's a conclusion that we need to come to that like this is the position where you should be the most flexible. Yeah, and in past years, I think, especially myself, like it's not a position that I consider to be flexible. In like, I wanted one of those top five, quote unquote, right. consensus quarterbacks going into the year, but now I'm kind of realizing now that I've been mock drafting with the two of you for two years now. Right, like that's not something that you really necessarily need to do. So, Scott, you kind of mentioned it. We're gonna run through our top twenty consensus quarterbacks. We'll talk about where we had certain quarterbacks, why some of us are um, a little higher on certain quarterbacks than others. Then. We are going to run through 20 through 32 because, like we said, any quarterback can get a good matchup that you can exploit not only in your season long but also in your daily fantasy. And from the 21 to 32 rankings, we're each going to pick a plum pick of a guy that we believe could get into that top 10 from that lower uh, 11 quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's so the countdown begins at number 20 because we're counting down. Counting down all with the way Marcus Mariota. I think this is a – We buried him. We buried him, but <laughs> rightfully so. If you look at the rankings, guess what? He buried himself last year. Yeah. So it's totally understandable. I think this is a perfect way to start for us because it just shows how deep the position is. Yes. That we have a guy with the upside of Marcus Mariota at twenty. Right. And he was inconsistent last year, but when he when he showed up, he was very very good. good. And we're talking about QB eighteen overall last year, so he was no superstar by any stretch of the imagination. No. Um And for me, I ranked him so low because this is his fourth offensive coordinator. This is his fourth season, by the way. Fourth offensive coordinator, third head coach. So I think there's just been way too much turnover for him that even in this season it's going to be tough for him to fully grasp everything that's going on. You know, he's never really turned that corner, and some guys like that – they keep getting new coaches, new coordinators. You yeah. never know. Sometimes and, they never come around. And with the with the new coordinator, you always think, well, this should really be the guy that matches well with the quarterback, especially because you got a young guy. You want to match up your coach or your offensive coordinator with that guy right. to exploit his skills. But this is a team that's built to run the ball. Yes. That's what Mike Malarkey was doing the last two years. He was building around DeMarco Murray and Derrick Henry, and now DeMarco Murray's gone, but they've got Deion Lewis, who's been a who's been a very skilled running back. So the situation for Marcus Mariota is more about him making the most of it, not the team making the most out of him, which is why he's so low.
1: Yeah, and less and less designed runs being called for the guy. Yeah, and now with the focus on the running, the running game, and the addition of Deion Lewis and stuff, I don't see more coming his way. Right. I see. It, I mean, he'll have some, just like he had last year, but we don't anticipate a a huge drop off or a huge. Rise. We just right. think business as usual for Marcus Mariota yep. is this back half of the rankings. Right. Mm-hmm. So,
0: we'll, so we'll move to number 19 then. It's Dak Prescott. Now, I was the highest on him. I had him at 14. Scott, you and Tom both had him at 19. I just think the way that last year went, I think, was the exact opposite of the way his rookie year went. And so I think we're going to see the middle of that, which to me makes Dallas you know, a 9-10 win team. And if they're going to be a 9 10 win team, I think he's going to play pretty well. And yes, his supporting cast has taken a step back for sure, but he's also getting Zeke back. And I don't think that can be overstated what Zeke does to opposing defenses against the Cowboys.
1: Yeah, but I'm not sure that that necessarily. Obviously, it helps him as an NFL player, but as a right. fantasy option, I'm not sure that it's amazing for him, right? They're going to run when they get inside, they don't have. And he, I mean, Alan Hearns is actually pretty productive in the red zone. He had has that been for a he while. had that amazing streak a couple years ago, or like six touchdowns. 10 touchdown season. Yeah, yeah, but like six in a row. He Robbie Anderson, yeah, yeah is what he, he did. did. He really and it did. was awesome. Yes. and if you rode that like we did, I know it was really yeah. fun. Oh yeah, but uh, I think he takes a big hit. And if you watch those stupid videos like I did, where he's all the targets that Des Bryant got, they were horrible. Yeah, the quality of his passing is just not very good and yeah. i think he's almost been a little bit exposed the only saving grace with him is that he does get design runs called for him yeah right. they'll do that draw stuff so that's with what, him he'll just have a qb draw so
0: that's why i think zeke is like helps him so much on the goal line because he can do those read options and get you those rushing touchdowns and kind of bail out your whole week prescott can but I rated him low he's, for the simple reason that he has nobody to throw the ball to. Who Who's going to make plays for him on the outside? Terrence Williams, he hasn't shown to really do that. Cole Beasley is really his the best target that he's had rapport with. It's the best one left. On the roster, No yeah. Jason Witten. No Jason Witten. The comfort so.
1: blanket has been stripped away from Dak Prescott. And it's going to be
0: cold out there for him.
1: <laughs> so cold in the D. Yeah. <laughs> there you <laughs> go.
0: There you go. All right. Um. From Dallas, we go to Pittsburgh. We've got Big Ben as our number 18 quarterback. I think you uh, guys disrespected him a little bit. I did. <laughs> I had him I had him at 14. I had him outside my top 20. And the reason I had him at 14 is because I was just thinking about their squad. And they have Le'Veon and A.B. and Juju. Don, how, you had him at 22.
1: He, yeah. How can he be bad? I had him at 18. Um, I think he's, he's obviously a great quarterback. He's probably going to be in the Hall of Fame. But the thing is... is He's just not that great in fantasy. He's not that consistent. It's He's problematic to have on your team. You're not going to get excited about picking Ben Roethlisberger on draft day. For me, it's just not going to happen. Yep. And with that, I'm 18. That's not so bad.
0: Well, don't forget about his evil twin, too. His Ben uh, Rhodes-Lisberger. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: you know, like like that. He showed up big time last year. Yeah, he did and, for sure. You know, B- Roethlisberger is always a guy who can get nicked up. He's always going to have like a nagging injury that that's going to leave him a game time decision. Honestly, Pittsburgh that factor- plays a lot of the Jim Nance Tony Romo games at four, so you that restricts your options if he doesn't play and it's a late announcement. So, yep. like, he's just not a guy that I've been able to count on when I've had him over the last three four years and that's consistent enough for me to bury him in my rankings.
1: For me, that actually, and I can't believe I didn't bring it up, that was one of the major reasons right. when he lost tiebreakers when I'm making this ranking or, you know, projecting stuff. Yeah, I got you. I think that he misses games because yeah. he always misses games. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you one go. plus one. Yeah, that has to bake into the ranking
0: yeah. of him for sure. But what I was thinking, you know, this year, like we said, there's so many guys that if I can get him just for his home games, you know, yeah. I think he's worth like a like a 14th ranking, literally, just for his home games, and I'll figure out the other ones as we go. Fair enough. And yeah. he does get to play Cleveland in Cleveland, where he always plays well. Yeah, that's right. Um, he to play him twice. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of missing time, the next quarterback in our rankings missed every single game of 2017. He was expected to come back. He just never did. Um, it's Andrew Luck. Now, <laughs> this is easily the quarterback whose rankings we are the most all over the place Well, about. I mean— with good reason, right? He's like oh, a possible rank so, right now. Tom had him sixth. <laughs> sixth. Scott had him nineteenth, <laughs> and I had him twenty-first. Now, Tom, let me just say, <laughs> I know exactly why you're arguing that he's the sixth quarterback going into the season. Because if everything turns out okay and he comes back, he's obviously going to be a threat to be a top ten, a threat to be a top five quarterback, and basically a shoo-in to be a top ten quarterback. But he hasn't thrown a football. In over 400 days. Yes. So we're that's that's the only reason he's twenty first right now. And it's important to note to our listeners that we do do a rankings update in August, right? Based on the news that we're gonna get, because like this this material has to change. But why else is is he sixth, Tom?
1: He's a top five quarterback every year that he's healthy. So taking in consideration that he hasn't thrown a football in 400 days, I put him in the top six.
0: Right. That's fair. That's, that's nice of you to move him back one spot.
1: Honestly. Andrew Luck is a world-beater talent. It, yeah. It's just been so long; I think people are forgetting. This is the same speech I gave last year. Yeah. If he's healthy, if he's playing Week One, he will be a top-five quarterback. I feel bad putting him at six. Literally. Yeah. yeah. He is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. He's been great for fantasy purposes. It he weirdly does fumble a lot. If yeah. you look he into does. the data, yeah. it's, it's just odd. But um, I don't think that's something that you can count on. That's just the bad offensive line, which they still have. Yeah. Um, but when the team is trailing like that and the team's not in such a great position... And their defense
0: gra- is terrible Exactly.
1: You're going to have... And we're going to talk about that with Russell Wilson, I'm sure. We're going to say, hey, he's going to throw the ball a million times a game.
0: Yeah, no doubt.
1: So is Andrew Luck. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he is. And he's not in the most competitive division. The games are going to be shootouts. And I honestly think that he's just a recipe for fantasy success. And... With people so lukewarm on him, yeah. I, again, last year I drafted him in a lot of places, and it didn't really burn me because yeah. the quarterback position is so fluid. Right, he's going to go I'm, so late. Yeah, I think it's just so worth the gamble yeah. on this guy.
0: Now is the best time to strike, I would say.
1: Yeah, if you're drafting early and you can burn a 15th rounder on Andrew Luck. For Lutz, me, it's just scary because,
0: I mean, it is his shoulder. So, yeah, like, his throwing shoulder. And there's going to be rust that comes in, and... I got to think that he's not just going to come and just set the world up player. There. There's going to be some adjustment time. I'd love to see him play I would in preseason see, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. But I think that I, he's a guy that is either going to climb mine and Don's rankings a lot by the time August comes or shoot down yours based off what happens. But right staying, now, baby. he's incredibly hard to rank. <laughs> All the right. only
1: way like he that. drops in my rankings is if he's ruled out. Okay. okay. We'll see. I'm dead serious. <laughs> yeah.
0: All righty. Uh, coming up, we've got Jared Goff. He's at number sixteen for us, uh, Scott. You had him seventeenth. Tommy, you had him fifteenth. I had him thirteenth. I think he's in a great position. He's got the best offensive mind in the game. He basically uh, Sean McVay serves as their head coach and offensive coordinator. Yep. Um, I think that you know Todd Gurley coming back is huge. They lost Sammy Watkins. They bring in Brandon Cooks. He's got a great rapport with Robert Woods already. He's got a great rapport with Cooper Cup already. you got to think um, Higby or one of the other tight ends on that roster will step up and be more of a red zone threat this year. Because that was really the only thing they were missing right. was what can we do in the red zone besides run the ball up the middle with Todd Gurley three plays in a row. So I think that they're going to figure it out a little bit more. Um, lots being made of the Rams' tough schedule. But hey. They played the rant, They played the Saints. They played the Eagles last year, and Goff and, played well against both of those teams down the stretch. They, had a tough one against the Vikings, but so did everybody else. So I really like Goff this year. Um, not so much matchup proof, but in positive matchups, he's a guy I'm definitely going to be eyeing. Yeah, they, they. I mean, they were the league's number one scoring offense last year, and they probably have gained the most opportunity for them for their own offense by making their defense so good. Yeah. So. Not only do they have a great offense, they're going to have more offensive opportunity this year. They're going to have better skill position. I think Cooks is a huge upgrade from Sammy Watkins for all the different things that he can do as opposed to Sammy Watkins just kind of being a physical specimen. Um, and I just think that he, you know, he's the head of one hell of a snake. you know. Yeah. And, and in fantasy, that's what you want.
1: For me, um, I am fearful of the schedule. It's pretty tough out there. Opening game is uh, versus the Raiders, which is no big deal like that's that's fine that's a a plus matchup yeah Yeah. so i mean jared goff week one i take it but then when you're just talking cornerbacks you're gonna get patrick peterson week two with the cardinals you're gonna get the whole gang of them versus the chargers then you get the vikings them last year then you get the vikings the seahawks who are depleted now yeah but then you go back broncos 49ers now with richard sherman right green bay packers plus matchup saints Seahawks, divisional game. Chiefs, pretty good defense, albeit they've lost some positions. Yeah. Lions, Darius Slay, Bears at home, who were lights out at home. Yeah. Eagles, just a great organization. Back to the Cardinals and back to the 49ers. I mean that is tough for um, Robert Woods. It's tough for Brandon Cooks, and that's one of the reasons that I really like Cooper Cup because he's gonna escape those banner quarterbacks right. and be in the uh, in the slot. But, but Jared Goff in tough matchups. Did sink below 15 points a couple times. Okay. So what I Jared Goff in a plus matchup, the only one that he went below he only went below 15 uh, points in a plus matchup last year in week two. Perfect. So he's a, a he's like a plus streamer, but he's reliable.
0: And what have we been saying though about Sean McVay? He will cater their game plan around what the defense can't defend. So if you've got a coach like that behind this quarterback, that's a good place to be because you kind of feel like. He might not do so great against this good defense, but he's not going to tank me. And he yep. might, but you know, a third-year quarterback, we got to hope he makes the leap this year. And I think one of the other things that uh, they figured out at the end of last year that might really change how their passing game operates is how well they can use Todd Gurley in out of the passing the, yeah. game. Yeah, they targeted him, you know, right. a ton out of the backfield and realized that that they can get a huge right. advantage. So when they're playing those teams that have those great corners, maybe they 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 funnel the ball to Gurley and. That's still fine for Goff because he's yeah. still getting the yards.
1: I think with that schedule, you might see Jared Goff be drafted and dropped by people. It yeah, could. I, I,
0: I think he could be a, a kind of carousel guy, which is the range that we're in anyway.
1: Yeah, and I think that's what will make him useful as yeah. a streamer in those plus matchups, yes. though they are few and far between. Yes. yes.
0: Uh, let's move on now to number fifteen. Uh, hopefully, we're not doing we're not doing so bad on time because we're going to need a lot to shower praise on this guy. It's Tyrod Taylor, <laughs> yeah. Tom. So um, the floor is yours. He goes to the Browns. Uh, <laughs> this ranking has baked in. That's a pun. That Baker Mayfield won't be I was a threat for, why it was for him um, <laughs> to threaten. I think that you know this is like the perfect spot for him. But like until Baker Mayfield takes his job, Tyrod Taylor has a fantastic position. To be in, and so far every indication has been that he's going to go into the season as a starter. It's he's his job.
1: It's his job to lose, and yep. I honestly think he's in a situation where he may not lose it all year. Yeah. And the Browns, you know, they pick a quarterback at the 101. Obviously, people wanted them to pick Saquon Barkley, this, that, and the other thing, but I think Baker might have to wait, and it's because Tyrod Taylor is very productive and he seldom makes mistakes. He has a very low interception rate. He's one of the most careful quarterbacks there are.
0: One of the stats that I loved about him is that he's never gone below 60% completion on the Bills. So he had nobody, really, to throw the ball to and throwing the ball into tight coverage to Charles Clay and LaShawn McCoy basically for the last three years. The Bills sabotaged him last year. Right, and now you look at the options he has and it's just so different. Yeah,
1: When they sat him and I had to sit him in my lineup and I went out and got Phillip Rivers right, and then... uh, Peterman threw six interceptions, and they put Tyra Taylor in back at the half. He still did better than Phillip Rivers right. that week. <laughs> Unbelievable. When he has the opportunity to actually throw, he's great. And, and when he can uncork to someone like Sammy Watkins, which is what was missing from his uh, Josh Gordon stats last year, because in 2000, what was last year? 2017. 17. <laughs> so right. in 2016 and 2015, he played 15 and uh, 14 games, and he had 270 fantasy points. So Matthew Stafford last year played all 16 and had 270 fantasy points. Right. The Bills capped his attempts. They are a run-first team, but he is going to be able to throw on the Browns. And so what you have to think is, are the Browns going to be really bad? A lot of people say yes, so then he'll have to throw. Are the Browns going to be really good? Well, then they'll have to score. Right. And how are they going to do that? Josh Gordon, Jarvis Landry. They didn't go out and get Saquon Barkley. They have Carlos Hyde, who's decent out of the backfield. Right. They have who's decent out of the backfield yeah and they have chubb who's a rookie but the impact players are there and they all do it through the passing game so i just don't see how he doesn't i have him at 11 and i feel bad that he's not in the top 10
0: well one of the things i really like that you said is he doesn't make a lot of mistakes why did deshaun kaiser drive hugh hugh jackson crazy last year because he was talented and hugh jackson doesn't know how to be a good coach no (laughs) that's not why um it was because deshaun kaiser made so many mistakes in the red zone so He went out and got Tyrod Taylor because he's like, This is the guy I want. This is the guy who I want Baker Mayfield to model his career after. What better way to do it than by having Tyrod start and hopefully finish this season? And then maybe after this year, we start to see, Okay, what are you going to do, Baker? Have you learned enough?
1: I think so. uh... I think
0: that they have a lot of faith in him and that opportunity with the weapons they have that Tom so eloquently lined up for us is. Like, he's got a great opportunity here, better than he ever had in Buffalo. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think that he's going to be able to hold off Baker. I think that that's the biggest concern with him, and that's why people aren't ranking him too high. But let's not forget that the Browns haven't really won games. So if Tyrod One. is in and winning games, any games, if they're 3-3, three and three, why take him out? Yeah, You're doing better than you have over the past two years right. combined if you win three games. Yeah. So I think that like maintaining that status quo of actually starting a winning atmosphere is also good for building a quarterback under. And I think it'll be the reason why Tyrod keeps his job wire to wire. I mean, you said it, they haven't won games in two years they've won a game in two years. Yeah. That's terrible.
1: Yeah. And the final thought that I always mention on him and other rushing quarterbacks, but Tyrod, especially he averages about four in those past two years that I was mentioning this year kind of can discount it. Um, he has 40 rushing yards a game on right. average, which is, a, in fantasy football, a passing touchdown. Yep. yep. So if he goes for 250 with one passing touchdown and 40 rushing yards, he's, he's going to be a top 10 yep. quarterback that week, A top yep. 12, QB1, whatever you want to say.
0: All righty. Well, coming in at number 14, we've got Matt Ryan. I thought you did good. T- good corralling the praise of Tyrod. I thought you did a good job. I always do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But normally you could have gone on much longer. I I, I ride
1: for my boy. Yeah. Tyrod. <laughs> that's right. Matt Rodham in every every league. Yeah, you would. Because no one's going to draft him, so I'll yeah. just pick him in the last pick. I don't yeah. care.
0: Yeah, it'll be great. Do you guys just want to skip Matt Ryan and we'll this keep is talking Ty about Tyrod? Tyrod? Taylor <laughs>
1: <laughs> Before we recorded, I was like, we're going to talk about Tyrod Taylor for thirty
0: minutes. Yeah, <laughs> we actually kept it to five, which so far. <laughs> hey, okay. So no we'll bad. see how it goes, but um. But Matt Ryan, I had him um, forgotten. I forgot to put him in my ranks. And then when I was going over him with Scott today, he was like, dude, like, where do you have Matt Ryan? I was like, oh, Um, because he's been so consistent, really, over the past few, with with the exception of the last two years, he's been very consistent. He's been in that 12 to 8 range, basically his entire career. And then last year, two years ago, he was QB3. Last year was QB18. So I feel like he's just going to go right back to where he was. He's going to be a fringe QB1. And he's going to be super difficult to predict whether he goes off against, you know, a really good defense or he plays terrible against a bad one. Right. So I actually saw in, in the rankings I looked up, he was 15. So the, based on where you scored or how your league is scored, it might be a little different here and there. But either way, um, he hasn't thrown for less than 4000 yards and 20 touchdowns in a season since 2011. And in 2010, he threw for 3,700 yards and 28 touchdowns. So he's actually put up really consistent, really good numbers for a really long time. And I don't know what offense you can pick to have a better complement of players. He's got Freeman. He's got Coleman, who if either one of them can go down, the other one can step in and be a bell cow and do the job. He's got receivers all over the field. He's got a Hooper who's coming along. I think he'll have a better year even than he did last year. But, I, you know, I just think that he's the kind of guy that is being slept on for no reason because they, they're still going to throw. They were still eighth in the league in passing yards last year, even with how bad they played. And here's another good stat for you five of his interceptions bounced directly off of his receiver's hands before they were picked off. So he Hashtag had kind stats. of a, he had kind of a crazy season that led to it being a little bit down. Those five balls tip a little bit further the other way.
1: You're looking at a completely different year.
0: And maybe, maybe a, a fourth stat. Julio
1: touchdown. That's right. Maybe. I have a weird stat like that now that I wasn't going to say, but right. now I have to yep. when we get to the other quarterback. Okay. But I agree. I, I just think Matt Ryan's just kind of vanilla for what he, the options yeah. he has. And he's, more than a useful streamer, he'll probably be drafted, I would imagine. But late. But late. I and feel like
0: if he's drafted, he's going to be drafted as a platoon member.
1: Yeah, some a lot of people in a lot of leagues take two quarterbacks. Yeah. Not yeah. me, of course, but Matt Ryan's one of those guys who winds up on those teams all the time. And honestly, if you could play the matchups with Matt Ryan, it's not so bad. Yeah. But I just want the roster space.
0: Fair enough. All right, let's move on now to number 13. Maybe a bit of a surprise if you've never listened to Ruts before, but you know we love this guy. Hashtag ride the Bronco. It's case race time. Let's go. Uh, we babe. love the landing spot Fringe of him UB going one, to Denver. We Fringe love. UB. We love his ability to throw contested jump balls to Thomas. Great catching in traffic. Emmanuel Sanders we'll sure to come back. Uh, of course you on that one. I've got, got a
1: couple uh burning over here. So, so.
0: I uh, you know, everyone says that. Case Keenum, the only reason that uh, he's really any good is because Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen made a lot of contested catches. You know, he put the ball out there for his guys to make plays, and luckily for him, he had two guys who really made plays for him. So I actually went on Pro Football Focus and checked out the contested catch rates for everyone in the NFL. Number one in the league was Stefan Diggs, which obviously that's awesome. That helped Keenum a ton. It number, helped them win that playoff game exactly, against the Saints. Exactly, right? Number six or seven in the league was Adam Thielen. But as I'm scrolling through, number three in the league was Demarius Thomas doing that with targets that are nowhere near the quality that he those contested balls were like fight for your life to catch this or block it so it doesn't get picked Brock Osweiler Paxton Lynch Trevor Simeon and maybe somebody else I'm forgetting Case Keenum knows how to deliver a nice contested football and give his guy the chance to make the play and I think that with DT and Emmanuel Sanders if he's able to just Play the same
1: way he was last year. He's going to do great. I've we got a great point to parlay off that. Let's hear it. So, Case Keenum, I did a little dive as well. Love it. He is the he was the eighth ranked deep ball completion percentage quarterback of the last season. Okay. So he's the eighth best at the deep ball, and he had Stephon Diggs, who was pretty good at it, right? Right. Emmanuel Sanders was buttering his bread on that for a long, long time, right? And he has those complementary receivers, which we've compared before. It's like. DT and Emmanuel Sanders are a lot like Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen. They are. So it just goes to show that he's going to still be uncorking the ball at a successful rate. Quality targets will go back to Emmanuel Sanders. Yes. And deep balls, long touchdowns, which Emmanuel Sanders is owner of very many throughout his career. Yeah. And I still think he's got it. That pads the fantasy stats. Yep. There's a no doubter. If you throw a 60-yard touchdown to somebody.
0: Right. And with stuff like that, let's with, go, with baby, deep ride balls, the Bronco.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm picking. I'm picking Emmanuel Sanders all over the place. And <laughs> in stuff
0: like that. When like when you talk about deep balls, that's all about trust. And for a quarterback switching teams, like you would think that, like that's a really difficult thing to do in one season. But that's what Case Keenum did last year. Right. Right. He he's has been doing that his whole career. Right. He's a journeyman. He's a prof- he's a the consummate professional. He has made it work wherever he's been. He's earned his chance to start wherever he's been. And now the Broncos are investing. John Elway himself is investing in this guy because he liked what he saw in Minnesota. I think this is a great opportunity. Everybody loved what like, what they've been seeing from him in OTA. Yep. He's working with the receivers and stuff yeah. too. He's he's off to a great start. Yeah. And, and enough, he's going undrafted. Yeah, yeah. Una- and we've got him fringe QB one in a twelve team league. No question. Uh, number twelve. This is another guy that we love. Another older guy switching teams. Alex. Smith. Now, yes. everything I just said about Case Keenum switching teams and building trust quickly with his wide receivers is amplified when we're talking about Alex Smith because yes. he did it in, to such a high level with the Chiefs and the Chiefs. But when he got there, the Chiefs had no one. No, and not they at pi- all. they were able to pick up Macklin, which was great. They got they drafted Tyree Kill. They drafted Jamal Tr- well, Charles. Did a lot. Right. They went a whole year almost made the playoffs without throwing a touchdown to a receiver. Right.
1: That was – I loved that because it was crazy. Yeah. But they – so they threw – they had – they would throw passing touchdowns to Travis Kelsey. Right. And Jamal Charles. And Jamal Charles. Right. You would throw – anyone would throw the ball to those guys if they had them. It just so happened that they didn't have one to the receiver, which is – Nonetheless, like, we may never see that again. No,
0: that's like you know somebody breaking Dimaggio's hit streak. Like we well, really think, might never I think see it, that happen.
1: They didn't throw one, right? Because I think they, they didn't throw one in Week 17. They had it,
0: and it got overturned. Or no, something.
1: no, no. He fumbled, fumbled it in the end zone, Travis, and Kelsey, Kelsey dove, dove, on it. dove on it.
0: Ninety-nine awareness <laughs> in Madden, and
1: won people some championships. Yes, <laughs> of course he does.
0: That was a definite. Yeah. So one of the things that I really love about Alex Smith is that uh, Washington was in the top 12 in the league in yards per pass attempt last year. And Alex Smith changed his game entirely over the past two years and started to take more deep shots. He was the best deep thrower in the league last season. They have they signed Paul Richardson, who's a good deep ball 50-50 guy. Josh Doxson started to prove that he's a good deep ball guy as, as the season went on. I think he's going to be able to just play – in the same freed kind of version that he was last year in yeah. Kansas City, I don't know if he's going to put up the same exact numbers, but I think he's going to do just fine. He's still a great decision maker, knows when to run, knows who to get the ball to in certain situations, and and God forbid he gets Jordan Raid to play four or five games, I yeah. think he's going to actually have a really good season. I'm really I in on not. Alex I think Smith. they still have Vernon Davis. Yeah. So yeah, right. Bring those he's two like back ad, together. That, he's like the that's like that's also oh, yeah.
1: They have a rapport. They yeah.
0: do. He's like an Asgardian. For the NFL. like The older Vernon Davis gets, I feel like the better he's gotten. And it's looking like the same thing for Alex yeah. Smith, too. Right. He's just improved over the course of his yeah. career. I expect another big year for him. Yep. All right. Number 11. What a handsome devil we've got here. Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> oh, yeah. A very rich, handsome devil yeah. as well. Uh, but the faith that San Francisco put in Jimmy Garoppolo with that contract is... Almost as much faith as we're putting into Jimmy Garoppolo, ranking him 11th in our quarterback rankings. I
1: think. I'm happy to have him at 13 personally because yeah, he escapes the QB one responsibility. <laughs> right, Tom's,
0: Tom's like, well, I never called him QB one at the beginning of the year. So I'm doing this as a protest of anybody who's in a 12-team league. I think they're, <laughs> I think they're crazy leagues. I
1: think they're better. It's more of a grind. I enjoy it. A it lot. is a, a big grind. A standard 12-man is just a grind.
0: It's brutal. It's awful. It's a fist fight.
1: Anyway, it's funny. Yeah. All right.
0: But I don't want to do MMA, so that's why I like 10 team
1: leagues. Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean, he played outrageous. He did great. He did everything he was supposed to do. He was matchup proof. He didn't put together like big time fantasy days. And I think to have a guy in this like range of like, I want to have him every week and he's my guy, whatever, I think I want a guy who has blow the top off. Capability, and I'm just not sure well, that that's there. I know they have Marquise Goodwin; he can do the long touchdown dance that I that I was bringing up for Case Keenum, that whole thing. Right, sure, but I think Case Keenum, on a week to week case, nice, <laughs> <laughs> has a chance of blowing the doors off a little bit better than Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't so know. Far, I'm just because saying that he's he, playing
0: for a head coach who just produced a league MVP two seasons ago. No, I get so it. So that's like, and I
1: have him at 13, and he's right. like played five games in his career. Right, right. So I'm five I'm on W's. board. Yeah. And I'm on board. Just not quite cold okay. W. So. Yeah. I, I just they're stone cold W <laughs> He W's. lit the
0: Jags on fire, but anyway
1: <laughs> I'm just saying that. I no, don't yeah, think I get it. He's get gonna it. blow the doors off as yeah. much as some of these other guys who we're gonna get into. But at, after yeah.
0: this. and at 11, like we don't want a guy who's blowing the doors off. We want a guy who's consistent, and right. that is 100 so, percent what Jimmy Garoppolo. But was I also think over. he'll
1: be overdrafted. Not that that's really important to the rankings, but I think he will be overdrafted. It'll be a little tougher to get it. Yeah, his, his especially when the continue. preseason footage comes
0: out and the everything like that. The
1: Thing that I love about
0: him is he's just a winner. Like I really, I really like that about him, and I you kind of feel it when you watch the game that. He's going to do whatever it takes to win. Here's some cool, just some cool stats about him. Obviously, their quarterback play was some of the worst in the league before he came in, but here were his ranks in the league when he played. Um, hold on, I'm scrolling. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: okay. Hashtag scrolling through the feed. Total QBR. The,
0: feed. the 49ers were 28th in total QBR before he came in. During his time, first. <laughs> Offensive yards per game, 21st. During Jimmy G, third. Okay. Yards per pass attempt, which is a huge stat in the NFL. Shows how many chances you take, how how really accurate your quarterback is at all levels of the field. Yeah. They were 29th before he came in. They were number one when he was playing. Okay. Completion percentage, 31st with Jimmy G. That's not so good. Sixth. Points per game, 28th with Jimmy G, 5th. Okay. So they literally changed one player. And it changed the dynamic of their entire team. I think there's not a bigger like possible playmaker threat at quarterback that you can get later in the draft. He could explode. And well, if he contains in those numbers, it could yeah, be our mock draft, unreal. we were the last in team to take draft, a quarterback we and we got him. him. Yeah,
1: we picked him because he has the upside of being a week to week starter. I think he's I one agree. of the best
0: upside picks that going right he's now. He's
1: dripping upside. Yes. But we don't have a super long exposure of Jimmy G. Right. Of
0: him really having to prove it. Yeah. And some of the teams he played were kind of in like a like a, we don't care as much mode. We're in the playoffs. We're out of the playoffs kind of thing. So that has something to do with it, but those numbers are But don't they even said, like, we were trying to hold Jimmy Garoppolo out until the end of this year because, like, Kyle Shanahan's playbook is so complex that we don't want to do it. And, and he's first like, of all, the, the play was so bad that they had to do it. So, like, there's a chance he did all of this, his first five wins, changing the face simplified of the team playbook. on a simplified playbook. So if that thing is able to be opened up even a little bit more – you know, like we said, he's a huge upside guy, and everybody falls in love with upside. I'm and the So cool he's going to shoot up drafts, but we really think that he's going to pay off as well. Yes.
1: Yeah. And I'm just the, the temporary yeah. expectations. Yeah. We voice. need a devil's Absolutely. advocate on him a little yeah.
0: bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go to our top 10. We made it, gentlemen. Phillip Rivers at number 10. Yes, we love him. I'm we love so him. Happy we are, made the top he's, 10. He's been underdrafted basically ever since he took over as the starter for San Diego. We've always talked about his, um, his weapons. They look better this year because of oh, yeah. um, the health of Mike Williams. The health of Mike Williams. Uh, unfortunately, the Hunter Henry ACL thing is going to be a problem. Where we'll I see if they say, get Gates back.
1: I did move him down a little bit yeah. based on that because the tight end is just so crucial to their system. Right. And he's used it so, so much, especially in the red zone. And that is where a lot of uh, bread gets buttered. In if the they quarterbacks get
0: Gates fantasy to come back in retirement, will you move him back up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's very simple. I think he deserves it. I, I, I agree. will. He deserves I agree. That they update. have yeah. the
1: most touchdowns as a tandem in NFL history. Yeah. Right. So Unreal. because of that, how can I not?
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. You can't ignore that. I really like how all three of their receivers have size. And Allen and have Williams speed, and and Tyrell Williams. Williams so. Yeah, exactly. Like they all have size. They have speed. They can get open. And
1: and he's not afraid to risk it. They oh risk no. It. He'll,
0: yeah. He'll chuck it out there. I really like Eckler and Gordon out of the backfield. He's He's got a lot of options. He's getting – he's still fine. He's still going to get you 4,025 touchdowns. He's good
1: for a 400 bomb one year. One week. Or one week, week a year. One week oh,
0: easily. It's hard to pick, too. You won't know exactly who it's going to be. Last year, Dallas on Thanksgiving. I was, was playing against them.
1: you in a legendary game when he threw for 400 versus the uh, the Packers. I oh, yeah. I was just watching <laughs> yeah. that ripping my hair out of the yeah. head. <laughs>
0: <A> little dump down to the Woodhead, I'm sure. <laughs> I got them both. R.I.P. the God to Woodhead. Rest in peace. We'll miss him on the rankings episode. Oh, yeah. I still have him in there. I'm ranking him number one. <laughs> uh, number nine for our quarterbacks, though, Matthew Stafford. Now, another guy who's been doing out, boys. it so long. Our secret's out on him. His ADP has risen this year. Um I think because of the renaissance of Marvin Jones last year that occurred, they were a great
1: tutty-buddy combo. Yeah, well, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, can Marvin Jones keep that up? Yeah, yes. To me, I say, of course, and that's why I just mimicked you with that voice, because <laughs> eh, can he keep it up? <laughs> no, I don't know. Of course he can. The reason that he got so many last year was because the exit of Anquan Bolden right. the year prior, who had eight touchdowns. Yeah. They all go to Marvin Jones now.
0: Literally every single one of and his now, went to Marvin yeah, Jones.
1: and now they lose Eric Ebron.
0: So yeah. is more touchdowns. how many
1: touchdowns can this guy score? 15. He's a double-digit candidate every no year. No problem. And yeah. this year, I, if I had to gun to my head, I might say, yeah, I think he's going to do it.
0: Yeah. And yeah because I, of Stafford and his ability. Go, yeah. We and can and go crazy St- on I'll, Marvin Jones in the receiver rankings yeah. episode. But, but what going I'm saying to. is
1: that is so inextricably linked to yeah. Matthew Stafford's right. success, and he's so good at it. You see him just manhandle Rhodes, Xavier Rhodes, one of yep. the best you quarterbacks know, I in think, the
0: league. I think one of the things that hurts Stafford is that a lot of – these other quarterbacks, like, they have that, you know, that Jimmy G has that upside. And then by the time the draft comes around, people draft that upside instead of going with, with, with steady, steady Stafford, you know. Yeah. He it's is steady crazy, Stafford. One of the things I was looking at, too, is that I think their run game is going to be better this year, right? We of course. We have to assume it's going to be better.
1: LeGarrette Blunt will steal some touchdowns.
0: but and he might steal some touchdowns, but I think that him and carry on Jensen will help the overall efficiency of the offense. Yeah, help yeah. them stay on the field Which, in turn, longer. is going to help. Stafford have a better year. They ranked over the past couple of years like they never broke the top thirty Th- in rushing in rushing yards over the past three seasons. Yeah, they haven't been inside the top thirty in the league. So I believe terrible. they haven't
1: had a hundred yard rusher in years. In years, In yeah. one game.
0: Yeah, brutal, just absolutely brutal. So I think that they're actually going to get some help in the running game uh, this season. And I think it's going to help Stafford more than hurt. Play action. Yeah. He's, he's going to be more efficient with his opportunity. Yep.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't think you were very threatened by a Lions play action call. You no, know what I mean? no, you're
0: not even thinking about it, so, right? So, like, if,
1: they, if you can open up the playbook, so to speak, for uh, Matthew Stafford, then maybe we see him finish from... You know, he's usually in that 10 to 12 range, which is why we've got him yeah. up here because his consistency. And he's kind of like the foil to what we were talking about when you're building a team and you're like, "Oh, I want to get some Cam Newton on there to make right. it, right. you know, to make it pop." Yeah. If you want to settle things down and keep it, you know, Matt Stafford. Yeah. You know you're going to get 15, Matthew Stafford.
0: Fair enough. All right, let's move on now. Kirk Cousins, he goes to Minnesota. A phenomenal landing spot for him. Minnesota really went all out in their recruitment for him, and they got him, and now we think it's all systems go for this Vikings offense, which flourished under hashtag Ride the Bronco last year, but last year was Ride the Lightning. Um, My brain's in a pretzel right now. Kirk Cousins, great upside. Probably going to get it done. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They, they floated like a lot of our quarterbacks that we like around like Keenum and Alex Smith and and now Cousins. You know, we liked all of them last year and I think that making us buy new Jersey. I which think is that rude. we're gonna expect a lot of I expect a similar year from cousins that he got that he gave you from Washington. Yeah. You know, I don't expect it to be too crazy. The Vikings are like the, – sometimes they get in these defensive games where it's just like a defensive slugfest and they lean on the run game and they're okay with it. Yeah. They did it last year too. And, you know, Cousins isn't exactly the most consistent quarterback ever. So, yeah. you know, it's not like – I'm not saying don't draft him. Obviously, I haven't ranked in my top ten. But I think that thinking he's going to have a much better season than he did last year is you, you kind of want to temper those expectations. But there's always like that – three to four, five-week stretch, the Cousins heater, where he's just untouchable. Yes. And that is just so much fun. Oh, yeah. It's like 22, 25, 28, 25, 30. Like, you're just like, okay.
1: He's a fun guy to be on the bandwagon with when it's hot. But, again, like, he's not... I don't think he has blow the doors off capability either, but he's more of a consistent option. He's like he's a top ten quarterback, and he's a proven option. Yeah, exactly. When compared to Garoppolo, so like he's someone that you can build your team around. You know what you're going to get for the most part, and I think that's good.
0: Yeah, right. yeah. And Adam Thielen and Diggs both had a really good. Uh, they both had a really good year last year. <laughs> they did. I was looking through. They're both going in the third round. I was looking at a Pro Football Focus, and it was like. They're littered all over the important yeah. stats. But they're like deep reception percentages were like incredibly high, both of them. So it just shows. And Kirk, everyone knows Kirk loves to chuck it deep. So having both of those options to be able to go down the field too is going to be huge for yeah. him.
1: Yeah, and I mean if you just look at him last year, he didn't really get to use the guys that he wanted to or didn't really go the way that anyone expected. Jordan Reed, barely usable at all. Right. Um, Terrell Pryor Doxson experiment complete out. failure. Daxon, it remains to be seen whether yeah. how useful he will be as an NFL yeah. uh, receiver. So now he's going to a more proven, more uh, you know, he's going to get Kyle Rudolph. who's going to play sixteen, you yeah. know? right. Instead of Jordan Reed, who's going to maybe get ejected right. or maybe <laughs> be hurt or whatever. Yeah, yeah. stub his toe, be out for oh. two. A weeks. lot could go wrong. A lot can go right.
0: Yeah. Number seven, Cam Newton. Everything went wrong for him last year, and he was still Cam Newton himself. Um, it feels I was like I every was year. You guys, put a little more respect on his name. Well, you've got him at what three? I got him overall quarterback number and three. Tom and I both have him in our top tens. And I went back and did a little research on Mr. Cam Newton, and this is why I'm going to tell you. Yes, he's finished outside of a QB one only two times in his whole career. Well, let's run it back all the way to his rookie year, 2011. Best year ever. 2011, not his best year based off QB no, rankings, it was but just maybe like fantasy. The best, yeah. yeah, he explodes it was on his best crazy. rookie year ever. Yeah. Explodes on the scene and he's QB3. Um, His
1: best year ever was a few years ago where I dropped him. 2012,
0: he was fourth QB. Okay. 2013, second. Pretty good. 2014, 13th. So first time in his career he's been outside of QB1. 2015, first. 2016, 17th. Horrible year for the whole team. Yeah, the the Super Bowl hangover year. Their Super Bowl hangover. Even their defense was bad. Terrible. Which was crazy. And then last year, he was second. So And last year, you look at him, and it didn't really seem like he had a good year. No, well, it was a terrible QB year. He had these crazy explosion type of weeks, but like we were saying before, sometimes that's the kind of stuff that wins you leagues. Yeah. That's the kind of guy that can win you a league. So when I was thinking about the rankings, like, this guy's going to put up monster weeks is what I was thinking. They've upgraded at receiver. They've upgraded at running back. Olsen coming back is a huge upgrade at tight end. Gigantic. So their offense just only got better. Their defense is still good. He's going to have plenty of opportunity to not only score th- from the ground through the air, get points from rushing. He's still busting off 75-yard runs last year and stuff like that on direct QB runs. They're not going to go away from that. I just love his ability his ability, and all his ways to score
1: Okay. Year. Yeah, I, I mean, like it. I don't fight it. And the year that I dropped him, so to speak I mean I did drop him, but he was going in the tenth round that year. Right. So it's kind of like this year, right? You can buy a little lower on yeah, Cam Newton definitely. and see if you can uh if you can get there. And dropping him was one of the biggest regrets of my life.
0: Yeah, because that year.
1: who <laughs> baby. And I went to the ship and I lost.
0: Yeah, you know, I just think like even CJ and just CJ Anderson over Jonathan Stewart. Great upgrade.
1: Well, even what I was thinking is who would you rather rush the ball at the one? CJ Anderson or Cam Newton, though? Cam still. So it's Cam, like, and that question's a little harder with Jonathan Stewart because he's a bit of a bruiser, you know. So with Cam Newton, I'd rather him be my goal line back, and they probably feel the same.
0: Yeah,
1: I have him at seven. I think it's uh, it's a good position for him. Yep, that's uh, right where we have him. If yeah. I have I have Andrew Luck at six, so right. you know I you, I had to fit him in there. Yeah, yeah I got you. All
0: right, uh, <laughs> number top five yet. Speaking of number six, our consensus number six. Carson Wentz. We he's throwing in OTAs. We think he's going to be back. This is a huge opportunity. He was at an MVP level. Probably would have been league MVP if he continued playing yep. uh without his a- or continued <laughs> playing and didn't hurt his ACL. I was going to say without his ACL, but um but yeah, I mean, Some he had Some guys a, venture on without an ACL. It's Phillip Rivers. Crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um but at any rate, he was at an MVP level not only as a NFL quarterback, but as a fantasy quarterback as well cuz he was basically undrafted last year. So, I mean, if he's able to put that back together, at least somewhat, that's a top five quarterback because he was on his way almost to QB1 status. He threw a touchdown every 13 attempts last year, Carson Wentz, which is just astounding. But it's something that
1: that I don't think he'll be able to keep up. Well, I agree. Well and I mean, we've said that he has like hints of Aaron Rodgers to him, right? Yes. Yep. Is he gonna be able to do that kind of thing? Is he gonna be able to still extend the play? Is he gonna be able to scramble around so successfully after the surgery? And so, right. me I bake that in. And that's why I'm a little cooler on him. Yeah. Uh, but I still think he's a really good option. I just also Yeah, think Tom, he...
0: you, you have him lowest ranked out of the three of us at eight.
1: Yeah, and I he's a top ten quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I'll give him that respect. But um he's gonna be really expensive. He's not going to be on any yeah. of my teams.
0: What I like about Wentz though is I was I was reading this and you know Doug Peterson he's a risk taker right yeah. Philly special going for it on fourth down up in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl the Eagles offense created seventy four additional points by going for it on fourth down last year right right it's it's going to be a like that's going to be something to monitor because. They like to play aggressive, and right. because of that, that creates more opportunities for Wentz to make big plays. And we love the inventiveness of the coaching staff, right. obviously. And when you have a coaching staff like that, and you have such a good talent, that's where you know things start to really come together, and you can you can have guys have amazing seasons. One right. other thing that I really like too about Wentz is that. If you're worried about him, Foles is going to be free. So, I mean, you could just, if you really want to take two quarterbacks, handcuff. Just handcuff Foles. Or don't even pick him and just wait until the ruling comes out and then just drop somebody and add Foles and there won't be much of a drop. It
1: doesn't even have to be Foles. No. Yeah. Like we're saying, it's just so. Why we're doing 20 quarterbacks. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Number five, what more can you say about Drew Brees, guys? He's going to be great. His touchdowns will regress back to the mean, I think, a little bit more this year. His yardage is always there. His accuracy is always there. He's going to have some huge weeks. He's on a great team. His support staff is locked in and loaded. Last year he was QB9.
1: Scott's a Breeze hater.
0: Oh, what? I'm not a Breeze hater. Seven, dude. Seven, Seven, dude. Seven, okay. (laughs) He was QB9 last year. Sickening. He wasn't below QB four since two thousand and nine hashtag stats, which is just crazy until last year. Can I but,
1: parlay something off that? Let's hear it. Highest QBR rating since two thousand thirteen is right. what he and, did last and, year, and so highest, he has not fallen off.
0: Not at all. And the only his touchdowns did. Well, yeah, I mean, like it.
1: he is still sharp as attack. Absolutely, he is yeah. That's, every yeah. bit of Drew Brees. He's yeah. every bit of a gamer. He'll play through injury. You'll get him for sixteen more than likely. And he's
0: one of those quarterbacks that's going to get every call, too. If you're
1: worried about the Mark Ingram you know, overtaking that the backfield, more throws. he's suspended for the first four games.
0: And Kamara's great right out of the backfield.
1: Drew Brees is going to pour it on. They're going to realize that, obviously, they can still do that. Right. They have the week six bye. Mark Ingram's really not going to be integrated into the system. He might not come back yeah. in the same way at all. And Alvin is not the kind of back yeah. that's going to change the way the New Orleans Saints function. I
0: just keep going back to that Minnesota game that ended the Saints season. Like, Drew Brees and Michael Thomas were torching the Vikings defense. And then they ended on that sour note. I think the Saints are coming back on a mission this year. I'm really excited to see how they play uh, going forward. And I think that if they're going to be that motivated, how could you not trust Drew Brees as your fantasy quarterback for the 900th year in a row? Number four, Russell Wilson. Say what you will about the defense being stripped but their offense got pretty stripped down, too.
1: I've met number two. I mean, he was the best quarterback in fantasy last year. I'm pretty sure he still finishes as the number one quarterback in fantasy. He was the number last one. Last year? Yeah, he was the number one. Yeah, he was number yeah. one yep. last year. He, he was the number, number one quarterback while he was playing. I don't even think he played week 17. Doesn't even matter. Right. Um, any amount of points they're down, I said this last year, he just makes it up. Yep. He gets there and yeah. he does it he's on like, his Oh, his we're down 21? Back. All right, let me sling. And yeah. obviously he's a rushing quarterback, so he gets the same respect for me that Tyrod Taylor does. Cam maybe maybe even does. more. Yeah, and he's one of the most effective at it there is. That's right. So um, he's going to get you that you know, passing touchdown via rushing yards, but he's also going to get you the passing touchdowns. Yes. So he is an unbelievable option. When he has no line and all that stuff, I know that sucks, but it creates fantasy value for yep. him. <laughs> like Sometimes it does. Some, neg- some
0: games it can get really ugly, you yeah. know, and you lose and you just lose the position basically. But
1: I'm willing to bet that the coin is more know,
0: often than not, it's the other side. Yeah. How scared are we are of his two matchups against the Rams this year? Not at all.
1: Okay. Well, the Rams have their number, weirdly. I get it. But you just, you, you got to still it's roll so them out if, hard if you have them. to sit. Yeah, Russell it's going to be
0: interesting okay. to see if Brandon Marshall can step up, or you know whoever they decide to put in as their tight end can oh. step up. Yeah, we should. Thank nope. you for bringing that up, Scott, because yeah. we totally hadn't mentioned that yet. Brandon Marshall to the Seahawks. I think that's a good move for them. Gives them a red zone target that they're missing now with Jimmy Graham and Paul Richardson. So out. they lost they lost 16 touchdowns between those two that's last year, which is a big number. And Football Outsiders ranked the Seahawks line number 31 last year. Who was worse? Didn't see a high draft pick for an offensive lineman. Didn't see a free agent signing for an offensive lineman. ruh So I do think Wilson will regress from last year a little bit. I still got him in my top five. I don't have him as number one quarterback this year just because it's just going to be tough for the man out there. He's really going to have to do it on his own. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Number three, the GOAT. Tutty
1: Tom. Tom Not much Ray. to say. The only thing is, the only negative – Obviously like he's a great fantasy quarterback. The only negative is the Patriots score more rushing touchdowns than you're thinking. Yeah. Think of how many touchdowns they score rushing? It's, it's more actually than that. more than that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so, you
0: added 5 more than that. Keep going. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that is the only problem. Um, but other than that, obviously Tom Brady
0: 4528. Yeah. No problem. I don't think
1: there's much to discuss unless yeah. we've got
0: And you still haven't thought that the Patriots score enough <laughs> rushing rushing touchdowns. <laughs> While we were talking, he's as, yeah, he's as rock solid as they come. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. he gets some more one-yard rushing touchdowns this he year. He does too, like which, that, which is rare but glorious when you. Yeah, can.
1: he takes the QB sneak when able. Love it.
0: So this one is a little bit more contentious, but not really. Like Deshaun Watson's our number two quarterback. I think this is a huge upside pick. I mean, another like even if he if he played and didn't get hurt, even if Carson Wentz played and didn't get hurt, Deshaun Watson was still gonna probably end up being the number one quarterback. In the NFL and fantasy football by the end of last year, he was unbelievable yep. doing it with his legs, doing it with his arm, getting everybody involved, Fuller, um, DeAndre Hopkins, Lamar Miller, Fedorowitz, whoever they were rolling out there was getting some from yeah. Deshaun Watson the whole game. and then the poor guy tears his other ACL.
1: Yeah, so n- to mention this is his And that's
0: that's I think the big drawback, but he's come back from it before. Right. It probably is going to eat into his rushing numbers especially early on while he's kind of still getting his legs underneath him. We're just going to have to see, but like if he's able to get it all together and if he's able to prove that he's healthy enough for Bill O'Brien to unleash him the way he did last year. How could you not think he's going to be a top three quarterback? Yeah, I mean, for me, obviously, you guys know I'm, I've been a you've huge got fan at, from the very say beginning. Say where you got him, Scotty. I'll say where I got him. I got him numero uno, hmm. boys. And wow. I know that's a little crazy, but I'll throw some stats at you that made me really get into it. 60-plus percent completion for a rookie, which is incredible, really. And, uh, and you would assume that will go up. 70% touchdown rate in the red zone. So that just shows, you know, that, like, dual capability he has helps him in the red zone so much. He threw 12 touchdowns to one interception in the red zone, had over 20 touchdowns right. in seven games. Their defense has gotten way better. They're going to have all their the pieces back of their defense will have opportunity. He's got everything going in the right direction for him, plus the upside of him being able to run I actually am, like, okay with him with his ACL because he tore his other ones. So he kind of yeah. knows how, to, how the recovery goes. And how to. And get he's got J.J. Watt up and his ass And he's got J.J. Watt for training, his recovery. training him and, and motivating him and stuff. So everything for him is just going in the right direction, whereas there's some things that are a little negative for Rodgers with how great he is. Well, speaking of which, number one overall consensus, Aaron Rodgers. Scott, you got him at two. Yes, I have him Tom at we've two. got him at 1. So we're right, obviously. <laughs> I'll never um, move him. I I mean until he retires, right? I won't How move could him. you not? Um, you know, supporting cast arguably got better with Jimmy Graham, uh, Jordy Nelson, whether he he wasn't himself, Jordy Toronto Nelson. Allison's going to start as the outside receiver with Randall Cobb who both have done nothing over the don't past Don't you dare years. start hating on Randall Equidemius, Cobb. J Saint Brown. <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> don't you dare. He's coming.
1: I mean, I just don't think it Truly, to me, doesn't really matter who he's throwing it to. I
0: mean, I get that. And to an extent, I think it, it does have to. At what if some they just point. put Ty Montgomery back at receiver instead? I mean, that would be nice. But he wasn't very good at it. And that's why he became a running so. back yeah, yeah, in the right, first place. Right. So, I, you know. But he's Aaron Rodgers. Losing Jordy and, like, for me, gaining Jimmy Graham, yes, it's good in the red zone. And that's it. It's literally not good anywhere else besides inside the red zone. Yeah. Which he, if you think that he can just throw it to anyone, then he can just throw it to Geronimo Allison in the red zone.
1: Okay. I think he can. Yeah. So Geronimo so Allison's got to catch it, of, but he'll throw it to him. So
0: the addition of Jimmy Graham doesn't really like – it's like, okay, great to me. I think Roger's, so, like, uh, I think Roger's
1: stat line speaks for itself.
0: I, I mean, it definitely does. <laughs> it's just an interesting take because, like, you know, I feel like everybody out there is just going to be like, okay, quarterback rankings time, number one. Aaron Rodgers, click done. That's number two. And it's so, fair. I, like, I mean, and I applaud be. you, Scott, for actually like you know thinking this through and, and trying to kind of zig when everybody else is zagging. But you're I don't agree with it. <laughs> but it, it does kind of bring up some interesting things. And I think all of this discussion that we're having between the Rodgers Watson debate is just further proof that you can wait as long <laughs> as you want to draft a quarterback, and that's why we gave you a top twenty and even as I am about to say the 21 through 32 rankings you're going to notice a guy who's like yeah I'd start him number 21 Jameis Winston we loved him last year right hate him now (laughs) yeah we do number 22 Derek Carr number 23 maybe one of the highest upside guys possible Pat Mahomes 24 the boat Blake Bortles, the <laughs> streaming hero of I of forever. Higher. Yeah, I, I had him. I had him a little higher than that too. Number twenty five, Eli Manning. Number twenty six, Mitch Trubisky. Number twenty seven, Andy Dalton. My Aaron Rodgers bi week fill in for five years
1: now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Number twenty eight, Josh McCown. People forget that he was a QB one for a three week stretch I with the Jets felt last bad year.
1: Where I ranked him. Me too. I, I disrespected him.
0: Number twenty nine, Sammy Sleeves. Two years ago, he set the completion percentage <laughs> record. Ryan Tanner. <laughs> number thirty. Ryan Tannehill, don't start him. Joe Flacco's number thirty-one. Don't start him either. And then number thirty-two, we don't even care who starts for the Bills. Don't you're not playing them.
1: Find the don't start AJ McCarron. Don't still, you
0: dare start Tall Josh Rosen.
1: I still ranked Bills QB above Joe Flacco. Yes, yes, <laughs> so I saw
0: that and I appreciated that. <laughs> oh man. So uh, should we get into our plumb picks? Yes, let's get into our plumb picks. I can feel it down in my plums. We're going to do one of these for every single position. So let's start with quarterback again. has to be 21 through 32, gentlemen.
1: For me, it's uh, Eli Manning. You've been singing his phrases all
0: offseason. I don't get it. I love
1: it. I think he's (laughs) going to be the best and most fun streaming option this year. It's always a, fun. I'm going to have a ball starting Eli Manning. Yep. Uh, and when it goes wrong, I'll tweet that picture of him like with all the turf on his head. Whoa. There's so many. You guys yeah. just missed. <laughs> yeah. But the one where he's trying to like call a timeout, yeah. his pads are all messed up. He looks like <laughs> hell. Uh, that's that's, oh, that's when, what you should be doing
0: right when you're about to hit submit on that Fanduel lineup with <laughs> Eli Manning as your quarterback.
1: I'm telling you, he's going to be cheap. He's going to be amazing. Saquon right. Barkley's is going to open up a lot of doors for him. Odell Beckham. I love that we everybody just
0: thinks Saquon Barkley is going to Forgive the fact that the Giants were garbage last year.
1: Well, I'm just saying, like, they improved the line. They did the right things. Where we're talking about how the Seahawks addressed nothing, they addressed everything. They made right. it right. And they keep Eli Manning, who's, you know, a very good quarterback, who has two Super Bowls. You know, I'm getting worked up over here with all the Eli Yeah, hate. And, and I look back, all right? You get it. You like him. And I'm a Jets fan. He gets Odell Beckham Jr. back. Odell Beckham Jr. He just clearly... What's that? Nothing. Oh, uh, we have three minutes left. Odell Beckham Jr., <laughs> He's a world beater, and that makes Eli in streaming contention on that alone, and I think he's in streaming contention almost weekly with Saquon Barkley. No doubt. And
0: they'll have a great schedule, too, because they were so bad. Yeah. Scott, we'll go to you. Um, The team that I've been buying in on all offseason, the the Bears. Yeah. I just think they're going to have a big turnaround this year, so I'm in on Mitch Trubisky. Um, I like the fact that the defenses in that division, besides the Vikings, really aren't too good, so I think that his schedule will be favorable. Um, obviously, I love Trey Cohen. I love oh, Trey yeah. Burton. Um, I'm excited about Allen Robinson's potential comeback over there, and all those weapons. You know that, like I like I've been saying, the head of the snake is is sometimes one to own. So I think yeah. Trubisky against the Packers, if you, you're going to be able to fire him up, no problem. Week okay. one, Fanduel. Week one, Fanduel. Trubisky versus oh. the Packers. Wow, yeah. talk about having yeah, that's awesome. Talk about a plum pick. <laughs> Eli uh,
1: Manning, week one, Jags. Ooh, not go for it. No. Okay. That's not the week. All right, yeah. Okay. That's definitely right. not the week. All
0: right, so we'll get there. Um, I'm going po- I'm going. Pat Mahomes. I mean, he's been so talked about, I feel like it would be a crime for us not to address him. The Chiefs had an explosive offense. They arguably got more explosive with the addition of Sammy Watkins. You're going to have Spencer Ware coming back to help out Kareem Hunt in the backfield. You still got Travis Kelsey. You still got Tyree Kill. And now Pat Mahomes is a guy throwing all of them. So if you've got all, right. all those guys, it kind of goes along with what Scott said about Trubisky. If you've got all those guys he's probably going to play pretty well for quite a few weeks this year. He has the all the is, so you might as well go for it.
1: For me, he's a lottery ticket. Big um, time. There's just so many other quarterbacks that I are known quantities, and we yeah. obviously just beat it over the head right. that there's so many options. And that's the only reason we didn't spend so much time on yeah. him. Yeah. He's a lottery ticket. For me personally, I'd rather have someone else, a different a position player lottery ticket. What
0: I like about him, I think he's like a, like a potential Cam Newton for his ability to – Extreme arm strength and his ability to run. So, like, if you want that explosive guy, take your, your first quarterback, take like a steady guy, like a Stafford, and then draft Mahomes later if you want to do that. Yeah. And do like the reverse of if you do with Cam Newton and drafting us. But a even we
1: were saying like we'd rather have one quarterback. Any. No, about. but like we were coming up with wide receivers we'd rather have. And was, yeah. Than and Mahomes. Right. It was yeah, a million exactly. of them. Right.
0: So, all right. Well, that's going to do it for our quarterback rankings. Uh, next week is running backs, I believe. Or have yes. we not decided? Well, I want to do running backs. Sure. Okay. Running backs (laughs) next week. Uh, So let us know what you think of our quarterback rankings. You can hit us up on Twitter at RutsFF. Scott is at Wagsff if you want to talk to him about why he should have Aaron Rodgers as his number one overall. Uh, You can hit Tom up at Hillierff if you want to talk to him about why Andrew Luck should not be in the top ten. And you can talk to me at what top six (laughs) if you want to talk to me at why so serious about why Case Keenum doesn't deserve to be in my top ten then uh, you can hit me up at Why So Serious. You'll Instagram be at rutsff. <laughs> you will not be blocked unless you do something that hurts my feelings. Like, tell me that Case Canem isn't good. He's the best. All right, we'll see you guys for running backs next week. Until next time, keep scoring. Baby, we were born